What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hey friends and welcome. Today we are going to talk about the spiritual realm and the importance in anchoring ourselves to God. In the next few weeks, we are going to be uh, dealing with some topics about working on our relationship with the Lord. This is episode 206, and you can find today's show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. And if you would like to check out my books, you can go to MediaAngels.com. There you will find my books, A Few Minutes with God, One More Child. I also have the character planners for kids and um, a wonderful uh, series of novels that are perfect for kids, especially for summer reading. And they are called the Truth Seekers Mystery Series. Well, when you think about the spiritual realm We can think about it in the sense of what we've read in the Bible or the little bit we've learned maybe from church or studying on our own. But when you search for spiritual realm, and I don't recommend that you do that, you're going to find a lot of new age and half-truths out there and some downright lies. Even evil will get it right some of the time. And when it comes to spirituality... Everyone wants in and everyone thinks that they have the answer. Well, a lot of their answers are looking into ourselves and to seek ourselves and that we are the higher uh, good and glory. And and it's basically a narcissistic type of uh, self-love. Of course, we're to love ourselves as God loves us. And, you know, a lot of times we're hard on ourselves, harder than we are on other people. But we have to remember that the spiritual realm belongs to God. 1 John 4.1 Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And when we think about a false prophet, the first thing we can think about is the enemy, the deceiver, the greatest of liars, which is Satan. And we know that he's out there with his minions wanting to tempt people to do evil. Well, true spirituality comes from God. We are given a body and soul. And we have to remember that God has already defeated the enemy and God has won. 
The Holy Spirit is what was sent at the time of Pentecost, after Christ rose up into heaven. And there is a way for us to experience Pentecost ourselves and to experience God with an infilling of the Holy Spirit. The true sense of God is in what we experience and what is demonstrated in our lives. Sometimes it's not a feeling. Sometimes we are educating our minds and we're learning things. But at other times, we can really feel the presence of God. How many times do we miss seeing God in our everyday lives? It calls to mind the rejection of Christ as recounted in the Gospel of Mark when the people in his own hometown rejected him. They saw him perform miracles, and yet they doubted it was truly the Almighty because they were not accepting or expecting a simple, in their minds, man that they knew who had grown up in their town. Jesus came to preach the good news to the poor, and and today many of us are poor in spirit. Do we too reject the Lord? How do we do that in our everyday lives? We need to think about this. Think about the times that we are not following the Christian way. People are thirsty for God, yet they do not know it, and they look in all the wrong places. The satisfaction is fleeting, and most of the time it causes guilt, depression, and so much more. Jesus came to set us free from sin, and God knows that we are a people who are enslaved. What is the one thing that you have trouble avoiding? Is it eating a particular snack or a treat? Is it staying away from a daily consumption of social media or television? Is it playing games on your cell phone? What is it that pulls your attention daily that keeps you away from praying and experience the life that God wants us to live? All of those things are not bad in and of themselves. It's when they become addictive and when all we can do is concentrate on those things that we have to realize that it has taken over our lives. The spiritual realm is filled with hosts of the heavenly as well as those who wish us harm. Ephesians 6.12 states, For the struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. If each person would anchor themselves to God, we would be unified and allow him to enrich us body mind, and spirit. Every person's body plays an amazing role in our lives. In the next podcast, I'm going to discuss godly dependence and choice. We have a choice to look at ourselves and ask ourselves, what am I enslaved to? And only you can answer that question. I love to read. And I could spend hours and hours and hours reading. And now, with digital devices, it's even easier than it's ever been to just download a bunch of books and start reading. And so I have to give myself time limits or reward myself with reading after I've completed a project or done something. Because I realize that I could just get engulfed in, you know, reading and escaping into a fantasy world or a fiction world or, 
you know, that type of thing. I had to look at that and say, I'm not going to waste all of my time doing something like that. You know, sure, I can, you know, rationalize it. And well, I'm reading while my husband's watching TV in the evening, and I'm sitting there with him, which I do. And that's okay. But I know that if given a choice to just do nothing, I would probably spend many, many hours just reading. And so I have to be aware of that. Is that evil? Is it bad to read? No. Do I read terrible things that are ungodly? No. A lot of the stuff I read is, um, you know, is as a Christian context. But what I have to do is realize that my choices and the choices I make affect me in a specific way. And so I want to be able to live a life that is free. And there's only one person who can set me free, and that is Christ. Jesus has to do that for me and for you. But the only way is to be repentant and to ask for forgiveness. A simple prayer, Lord, I want to be free and serve you and only you. Those are the prayers that we can say during the day that um, we can call to mind when we need to. And God sent the prophets to tell people what was to come and to warn them. In the early church, Christianity was strong. Yet over time, Christianity became very weak as it is today. Why was Christianity so strong? It's amazing because their lives were being threatened. Christianity took hold in so many nations. The apostles spread out just as God had asked, and they went, and they evangelized many places. As we know, many died as martyrs. People say that they're Christians today, yet live a life that is far different than any true Christian would. And as a society, we've become so evil that when I look at society, I think it doesn't have to be that way. And we hear so many lies that are perpetuated as truth. You know, one thing is just the whole gender issue and gender ideology. And that, to me, floors me. It's just amazing that this type of thing is up for discussion in the time in which we live. We know that is not from the Lord. In Hebrews 9.28, we read, So Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many, and he will appear a second time not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. We also know that he is going to bring judgment. God is a righteous and just judge. And God is waiting for us, friends. Are we anchored to him? Are we seeking the Lord each day? Do we place ourselves under the lordship of Jesus Christ before all others? Another simple prayer that I pray is, Dear Lord, come into my heart in a deeper way. I pray this all the time at church. Another thing we can pray is, I give you my yes. Please lead me toward the work you want me to do. I praise you and I thank you. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. It's very simple, friends. God doesn't need long, long prayers. And if you want, you can journal and just speak to the Lord in that way. Just give him your heart. God just asks us to try. He doesn't ask us to succeed. 
And that effort, that effort that we can put into our relationship with him will just be amazing. And life's a journey, isn't it? Understanding that we're not alone and God has called each and every one of us by name. We do not need to live life on an island. We're not alone. Yet sometimes, even if we're surrounded by people, we feel lonely. But we as Christians should be too busy for self-dwelling. We have a vocation, a mission from God. It is our duty to discern our vocation, and many won't take the time to do it. We feel unworthy, or that others are much more skilled than we are. That last statement applies to me. Who am I to take on a podcast? Who am I to start a Christian podcast network? Who would come and listen? Well, guess what? I decided if it was God that was wanting me to do this, then I would try. And if it failed, it failed. If God wasn't in it, it would fail. And we're still going with the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network after five years, and the sister network is the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, which will be celebrating nine years this year. And podcasters come and go. Some are here just for a season. Yet once again, God asks us to just try, and it's up to him to reap the rewards and the fruits. I challenge you to seek God and anchor yourself to him. Seek for him each and every day. It is a choice. It is a decision. May God continue to bless you and your family. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a few minutes with God.com, and your podcast page on a few minutes with God podcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.